0: Three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your... Sure- Humble host Hunter here. So I have a new review uh, review for our Real Christmas series. Got a review here for Holiday, which came out um, actually earlier this year in October. I don't know why they put this out in October, but whatever. Um, this is directed by uh, John Whitesell and written by Tiffany uh, Paulson. Uh, John Whitesell has directed. Um, not a, a very mixed bag, admittedly. Um, the John uh, Luriquette show, which I actually remember, directed a couple episodes of Chicago PD, uh, Girl Meets World, Hot in Cleveland. Um, he also directed the absolutely atrocious film Thunderstruck, which, uh, I have not reviewed on this channel and I might review at some point. He reviewed uh he also directed Deck to Halls, which I actually thought was okay. Um, directed uh Big Mama's House 2 and Big Mama's like father like son, uh going through here, uh, directed some episodes of Cosby, which of course has aged super well. Um directed C Spot Run. Um God, there's a lot of random stuff here. But uh <laughs> but I digress. Tiffany uh, Tiffany Paulson, you know, as the writer of uh, Nancy Drew, which also had em- uh, Emma Roberts in 20, uh, in 2007. Uh, apparently, there's an Adventures in Babysitting sequel, prequel, that I did not realize was a thing. Uh, back in 2016, she did that. Um, God, what a really random filmography from both of them. So, this movie stars Emma Roberts, who... You know, from the aforementioned Nancy Drew, uh, Aquamarine, We're the Millers, uh, The Art of Getting By, um, Scream Queens, of course, just to name a few, uh, Luke Bracey plays Jackson. Um, he, I wasn't as familiar with. He played Cobra Commander in GI Joe Retaliation. He was Utah in that horrendous Point Break remake, and uh, to, to name a few things there. Uh, Apparently, he has a Elvis uh, Presley project that's filming uh, that he's going to be part of here uh, next year. So there you go. But these two. So Sloan is one of those women who is very much like, hey, I'm involved in my work. I have my life. I got my thing. I don't need a guy in my life. Uh, Jackson is a uh, is a uh, tennis uh, tennis uh, golf pro. Uh, pardon me. He goes in and helps people actually learn how to play the game. And so they run into each other uh, randomly at a mall where Sloan is trying to return some uh, pajamas that her mom gave her. And I have to say something that I genuinely love about this movie. Um, uh, Frances Fisher plays her mom, Elaine. Elaine, of course, you know from Titanic, Unforgiven, Lincoln Lawyer. Uh, true crime, just name a few, and Elaine and Sloan for me, I thought had incredible chemistry, they don't have a lot of scenes, I don't think together, but the scenes that they do have, I thought worked incredibly well, because Elaine is just that mom, where she's like, oh my god, you're not with someone, uh, we have to find you someone, I'm going to hook you up with someone, and it's as uncomfortable to watch as I would imagine it would actually be in that situation. Uh, just to put the uh, onus on myself a little bit, as someone who went through quite a bit of their 20s being single, my mom was never this pushy as far as, oh, I need to introduce you to this person or, oh, what about this person and all that. And Lane, the way that her and Sloan interact, it is so uncomfortable because it's a completely real interaction it feels like you're watching more of a documentary at points than you are watching a film because the way Sloan is like, I don't want to be with anyone. I am completely content being with myself and how Elaine is just really not taking no for an answer. I really found myself endeared to Sloan because I really wanted her to just get out of this shitty situation that her mom keeps putting her in, uh, which again, admittedly while great for comedy, Taking this half step back, you go, oh, God, that's actually really quite terrible. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth uh, plays Sloane's aunt, uh, her Aunt Susan. And as someone who has an Aunt Susan, that was something that was a little bit trippy to hear that. But Kristen Chenoweth, you, of course, know from multiple senior uh, roles. She's kind of fucking talented. Um, I I mean, I think about her as uh, being on BoJack Horseman. That's honestly what my brain uh, goes to first, or, uh, yeah, I, I think she's absolutely incredible, so, what I love about Aunt Susan is that Aunt Susan is very, as the young kids would say, uh, ratchet, she's out there in the club, she's, uh, she meets this Santa Claus, this black Santa, which props this movie for putting a black Santa in it, she goes ahead and hooks up with this black Santa, and she's just really doing her thing, she's, she has another, She has a new guy every couple days. Uh, She's really, uh, again, as the kids would say, living her best life. And I appreciate the fact that while the film does play it up as a joke, it never outright, outside of Elaine, outside of Sloane's mom, she's never really shamed for it. It's just like, okay, she's doing her thing. She's living her journey more, uh, you know, props to her. Sloane, unfortunately, doesn't have that level of self-confidence. She has gotten out of a breakup somewhat recently, and something I do appreciate about this film: it takes it starts at Christmas, it ends at Christmas, so you really get a year of Sloane going through her bullshit, trying to figure out who she is, independent of being with someone. But as someone who's been through this as well, sometimes when you see that ex, it just really fucks up with your total, it really fucks up your total mindset, and there are a couple points where she does run into her ex, and you really just feel how incredibly tense the situation is, because she clearly still gives a damn, he's clearly moved on, and that's what really leads to her and Jackson going, you know, we're, like, humans aren't made to be alone on the holidays, but I don't want to commit to anyone, so why don't we, you know, be each other's as Aunt Susan calls it uh, holidays. Why don't we just go ahead and just date each other uh, for major holidays to make sure that we're not alone? Which, I mean, it, it it sounds kind of absurd when you think about it. But honestly, the more the movie went on, the more I bought into the concept. And you know what? If I was single, yeah, I'd have someone. I, I, I'd i ask someone like, hey, let's just date each other during these times. No pressure or anything. And the movie really does lean Into its TV uh, MA rating, Uh, there's a lot of sex jokes. There's a lot of innuendo. There's a lot of uh, referring to body parts. I um, I really appreciate the way that it leaned into its humor and wasn't afraid to get uh, a little gross with it. If I'm if I'm being honest, Uh, one of the first scenes in the movie is Jackson being at this uh, girl, uh, this woman's house that he's been dating. I think they say for a month and she goes ahead and gives uh, uh, performs oral sex on him, and later on, at her parents' house, might I add, which her room is still exactly like how she was when she was in middle, like, in high school, which I was like, that's fucking creepy, but she goes ahead, performs oral sex on him, later on in that, uh, like, the next scene when they're still at her parents' house, uh he she gives him a present, uh, gives him three pairs of uh three pairs of khakis, uh, because she doesn't know what size he is. And he kind of goes, like, well, um, I didn't, you know, get you anything. And first off, she said, Don't get me anything. Secondly, she goes, Oh, so I'm good enough to come in, uh, I'm good enough uh for you to come into my mouth, but not good enough to get me a present. And I remember looking at the at the timestamp going, this is 12 minutes in, and they're already going here, like, I really appreciate the fact that, I really appreciate the fact that it got, it it, it gets pretty dark from Jump, uh, there's a point where Jackson's trying to leave, because why the fuck wouldn't you, after a girl you hooked up with said that, or anyone you hooked up with would say that, uh, she brings up the fact cause he even tries to give her money. He tries to give her, I think 40 bucks initially. And she goes, Oh, we had sex, uh, twice. I'll take it for 80. So then I'm like, well, okay. Then the, 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 the passing of money is happening in exchange for, for sex. That's a whole nother thing right there. But again, mm-hmm. I really appreciate the fact this movie puts these characters in some very uncomfortable situations and, if you've listened to podcasts for any amount of time, you know I love uncomfortable humor. That's why I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm right now and absolutely loving it. But there are just these moments in the film that really made me laugh. When uh, when Sloane is trying to return her clothes, I remember sitting there thinking, they're going to offer her $4.99. I, I can hear it. It's in my head. They're going to offer her $4.99. That's exactly what they offered her on the refund. I'm like, oh, fucking course they would. Um there's this woman in line with them who has a Matt Lauer tattoo and she's trying to haggle with them to go ahead and get uh, what they're trying to return. Uh, and even goes like, yeah, the Matt Lauer tattoo, it's a it's a mistake. I didn't realize how terrible he was. I was like, oh shit, okay. I mean, they're not wrong uh, or she's not wrong, but I, I there are some jokes um, here that actually caught me uh, pleasantly off guard, which was actually re- really... Really nice. Something I really did appreciate about this movie is that while Sloane is going through her shit, the film itself, Jackson really is just not just a good dude, but even if they, you know, if they weren't, you know, holidaying, he would just be someone you'd want to keep around as a hype man, someone who's going to go ahead and, and build you up and just be a fun person to just chill with. And that's something that Sloan clearly needs because uh, <laughs> Elaine has clearly just kind of beat Sloan down mentally in the sense of, oh, you know, you have this job that you uh, are really good at. And the, and the film does say that Sloan is good at her job. She's working remotely like, you know, a lot of us are right now. But Elaine even says like, oh, that's what you wear uh, that's what you wear your job, she's like, I'm working from home, I want to be comfortable, oh, well, see, that's why, you know, comfortable is why you can't get a man, it's, it's shit like that, where you go, golly, like, ease up, Lane. but, again, that's something that's unfortunately very real, and that's something that, I mean, I've had to, uh, have friends of mine even kind of fill me in on, and I've, I've definitely felt that point where I feel like, oh, wow, I can't, like, I can't get a good date, maybe it's me, and, I really appreciate how they go through Sloan's psyche in that aspect and kind of kind of let her be okay with being fragile. Uh, of course, she does, uh, her and Jackson, of course, have some big blow up near the end, but something that I really did love is the way that they bounce off each other. Luke Bracey and Emma Roberts really have genuine chemistry. So while there are points where I think some people might argue this is... uh. This is slow. Um, I really just enjoyed this, really from start, uh, really from start to finish. There's a scene somewhat early on where they go to this, uh, they go to this uh, party, and they're doing the whole oh, tell me about that person, like oh, this person, you know, like slit in the dress, like is dressing like that because like she you know, like, she had a real relationship last, uh you know, last person she she dated, or what have you, like, they're, they're psychoanalyzing these people, and that was something I found incredibly enjoyable, and laughed really hard at, and for me, too, uh I, I, I love that Jackson, at points, is calling Sloane out on her shit, because Sloan is just such a, negative Nancy there's just that point Jackson looks at her and goes you know who was the dickhead to ruin rom-coms for you because it feels like she is just so down on herself in general you just kind of go like okay you're a gorgeous girl you have a good job like you're very witty you're charming like why are you so down on yourself and I appreciate the film kind of does have that message um does have that message out there that sometimes it is okay to be by yourself but honestly you need to be comfortable. I, 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 And I think that's something that people should take away in general, is just being okay with yourself before you look for a relationship. I know myself, I have friends of mine who have really identified themselves only because of their relationship, and that's such a slippery slope and so unhealthy, and it's really something that um, I'm happy this movie really did get into with Aunt Susan, um, especially, but I love the fact that the movie does go ahead and uh talk about that notion because I think it really is something that, you know, it no matter what age you're dating, that you need to be like I mean, I know for myself when I found you know, when I found my partner, it was one of those things I really wasn't looking. I just went, Okay, universe, I'm gonna just do what I can and go ahead and let the chips fall where they may and you know, it's it's it worked out for me and which I'm incredibly grateful for. But I I think this movie in particular really does tell you, like, hey, go ahead and just take care of yourself, you know, if people happen to come around, so be it. But don't be so quick to tie all of your identity and your self-worth to one person. And the way the film wraps up, I think it really does hammer that point home. So I really enjoyed this. I thought this was a surprising amount of fun. It's under two hours, thank God. So that always helps a little bit as far as uh, digesting it. It's like an hour, 43 minutes. But um, I enjoyed this so much. And I laughed like a couple of times really hard out loud. And I chuckled through most of it. So for me, I give this a solid... I didn't like this as much as the happiest holiday, so I'm gonna give this a solid B. Yeah, I think you saw this in an early matinee, you know, on Christmas Eve or, uh, or, or what have you. If you watched this on Christmas Eve, you know, if I was paying for this outside of it being on Netflix, I would pay you know early matinee price and be like, you know what, that was fun. Like for a Christmas movie, especially, that was something I had fun with, but. Um, not gonna break, not gonna, you know, reinvent the wheel, but still a very, I thought, entertaining movie for what it was, and definitely something worth checking out on your Netflix. But everyone, uh, holiday notes, uh, or holiday, what did you think of it? Let me know what you thought in the comments below. You can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pie Apple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at J Hunter Real Pie Apple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean and uh, Stitcher Radio, uh, uh, iHeart Radio as well. You can find us on Spotify, Podbean, um, Amazon Music, TuneUp, just to name a few. At the Real Pineapple, and please don't forget to like uh, like our page at the Real Pineapple. That's R E E L Pineapple. And don't forget to go ahead and like our new page, real games. We're going to go ahead and have some streaming stuff here for you soon. Keep your, uh, keep your eyes and ears out for announcements on that. Uh, that's going to be at R E E L games on Facebook. Uh, thank you so much everyone for listening. We love your support. We love hearing from you. So please don't be shy. Uh, we're going to have more reviews up for this real Christmas series this, uh, this, uh, month. 25 reviews for Christmas films, uh, one a day leading all the way up to the grand uh, review, which is going to be Wonder Woman 84, which comes out on Christmas Day. I will have a review up for that for uh, Wonder Woman 84 at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am so excited to review that, but everyone, please stay safe out there, wear a mask, take care of each other, and I look forward to uh, having some more reviews for you all soon. Again, please stay safe and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.